The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I am back from a 27-day mission trip to the Philippines. It is good to be home. Thank you so much, Freedom Fellowship Church ministry team and the youth group for taking your post and filling in. While I was gone, you all did a wonderful job. I am so glad. The leadership training, the business school, the prophetic school, they are now paying off. You all did a great job, and I am so excited that you are ready for the great move of God. And for those of you, our dear listeners and partners who prayed and sowed financial seeds to the mission, God bless you. And I appreciate you so much. It is a great feeling wherein when I don't have to spend a lot of time in raising funds, in which I never want to do that. It's a, for me, it's a waste of time. And for you to listen and obey to the Holy Spirit and have such a giving heart. It is amazing and it's very encouraging. That's what God wants. God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. So the ministry team, so proud of them here in San Antonio, took their posts and they all did a marvelous job. I need to leave more often and probably now I'm ready for a six months vacation, right? I haven't had a vacation since uh, we started the ministry to finish all the training books and the inspirational books and experiences that I have with the Lord, and probably it will help encourage all of you. And the happiest person to see me is Joshua, because he took the overall leadership. So proud of you, Pastor Josh. And the second one is Nicole Mendoza, because she also took a lot, filling in the gaps in most areas. Same thing with Deb. So uh, they're all so happy to see me. (laughs) Because you know what? If you're not walking it, a lot of times you are so busy and you go through a discipline process, especially when you are training leaders. But God, specifically the Holy Spirit, makes it look very easy until you walk it. And then you start learning to be comfortable in being uncomfortable. Amen? It is an adventure, actually. So my schedule in the Philippines was intense. After 30 hours plus of traveling and going through customs and checkpoints, security checks, I finally made it to the Philippines that it took me about three hours just to get through their process. The Philippine government's requirements to enter the country is just so much that it really frustrated a lot of travelers. 
And if you're traveling to the Philippines, not unless God specifically tells you to go, and said, I will encourage you to wait for a few more weeks or months until they make things easier for all the international travelers. Okay. And at the same time, I left here, and it's still winter, and I arrived in the heat of the summer in the Philippines. It was just so much for my physical body, and at the same time, it was an intense spiritual warfare from the airport all the way to the last conference. But you know what? God moved supernaturally in all of those services, in all of those conferences. And here, before I start giving a praise report, we Christians, or we Americans, must continue and must always obey the Great Commission. And this is exactly what we did. It doesn't matter what's out there. Wars, rumors of wars, pandemic, and everything else, we have to obey the Great Commission. Okay? And together with your partnership, we empowered more than 400 leaders. I said more than 400 leaders because we really did not keep count on some of those conferences. And at the same time, one of them was live stream. And about five uh, satellite churches have watched it too. We held three leadership training and conferences in General Santos City. And of course, I ministered to their two Sunday services. And great news is 70 people that we know of received the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And hundreds got empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I really do not have the number of people that were healed by the Lord. Okay, We are still receiving some praise reports, but we really did not have that number. People started speaking in other tongues without me laying hands on them. You're talking about hundreds of them, okay? And some are pastors. I want everybody, especially the leaders and upcoming leaders in the Philippines, to see that anyone can be used by God and the empowerment comes from God and not because I am anointed. It is the Holy Spirit who empowers them and not me. And thank God, I was used as a willing vessel and a yielded vessel by the Lord. And I followed his leading. I want people to remember that. I want people to see that so that we decrease so that Jesus will increase in our midst. You and I do not need to focus or showcase our anointing. It is going to be proven by signs and wonders that follow us anyway. All glory belongs to God and Jesus has to be front and center. And I am grateful that God still uses me in the supernatural. So the empowerment of the Holy Spirit or baptism of the Holy Spirit manifested in all these three provinces where I held leadership training and conferences without me laying hands on them. I have not even finished praying. I just started praying to ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit already gave them the tongues, their prayer language. And a lot of uh, pastors 
have seen how simple it was. There is no drama, but dramatic results. And some started crying, and some started documenting everything. And they told me that their lives and their ministry will never be the same again. And glory to God for that. So we held a total of six leadership training and conferences, and I ministered on four Sunday services in three different provinces. So there's a lot of traveling going around. And one of the Sunday services and one of the leadership training was live stream in their satellite churches since the facility can only accommodate 200 people. It is amazing how God orchestrated the timing of my arrival, since we have been prophesying about this. We're concerned that some of the buildings can only be used 50%, some 30% capacity. And when I got there, we were allowed to use 100% capacity. That is God's doing. In as much as possible, we practice the social distancing. We rented KCC Mall Conference Center in General Santos, and we had plenty of spaces. We held the whole day Saturday, Empower Leader, Empower a Nation there, and the afternoon Sunday service. It is amazing on how God manifested supernatural things all at the same time. And I was just there smiling and listening and praying and uh, preaching, and demons started manifesting. That's the very first thing that happened. The demons started manifesting. And they were cast out. I cast them out without majority of the people attending, not even realizing what was happening. I'm not going to give Satan a podium. It's all about God. And at the same time, leaders were empowered. They manifested with their gifts of tongues. Many are pastors. They have not received their prayer language yet. And they got it. And they don't have to come in the front. They all started speaking in tongues. But it was an all-out spiritual warfare in that region. And victory belongs to Jesus. Amen? Here in the United States, we enjoyed freedom than any other countries in the world. We should not take this for granted. It was shocking to learn that Philippines had been in lockdown for two years. They have been wearing masks outside and inside, some even in their own houses, for two years. Many of the hotels and restaurants closed for two years. Could you imagine the impact of that in the economy and the livelihood of many people? Poverty increased all over the country. And I was told by some senior citizens that senior citizens were not allowed to go outside, go to hotels, go anywhere for the past two years. And the country has just been opened as soon as I got there. So some of the hotels where I stayed, they were just opened and very limited services. And in spite of all of this, you can see many people smiling, laughing, telling jokes. That is one of the finest qualities of the Filipino people. They will always find something positive, something to enjoy, 
to smile about even in the midst of a chaos. It was really something. But I was concerned about the spiritual condition of the country, the political atmosphere in that country. It seems like it's getting from bad to worse because the people of God, especially the leaders, they are not asking God who the candidate that they're supposed to vote. They don't examine the fruits and they attacked born-again candidates that received a prophecy from the Lord that he should run for office instead of preaching the gospel full-time. It was really something to be concerned about. And I gave them two scriptures, a guideline on how to vote for their president. And majority, they're not listening. They already made up their mind, and they're not asking God. What they don't realize is when they appoint or elect or vote for a presidential candidate that God chooses, then God will reign. They allow Jesus, Lord Jesus, to reign over the Philippines. If they vote for a corrupt or not born again candidate and that candidate won, Corruption will continue in that country, and a foreign entity will rule over them. It was really scary. And I am still praying that many Christians, especially leaders, will change course for the sake of their country, for their own sake, and for the glory of God. Amen? So we need to continue to pray. Their election will be in May this year. And I came back in Texas very grateful to God for this country and for majority of Christians voting for righteousness. We are united in this country. It is very obvious. We are standing up for righteousness. Many Americans are fighting for our freedom, to keep our freedom. And we will continue to keep on fighting and believing this nation is under one God, and his name is Jesus. So the seeds that we sowed in the Philippines, we will reap the harvest of righteousness for our country, for our great state. Amen? So thank you for obeying the Lord, for being generous, and for financing the preaching of the gospel all over the world. And... On my way here, in my flight, I was thanking God. The Lord started speaking to me about what to expect for United States of America. I have been prophesying by the inspiration and direction from the Holy Spirit about the transfer of wealth and influence for several years now. This is what the Lord is saying to us for this year. Okay, It is one of our harvest because we are fighting and we're standing for righteousness for this country in spite of everything. So this is what the Lord is saying. The transfer of political influence, one of the transfer of influence, the transfer of political influence from the wicked to the Christians will fully manifest in this year's election. 
Glory to God. We all need to address the issues close to the heart of our God. And we all need to come out and vote for righteousness. Amen? Okay. The Lord also wants to remind us not to be alarmed with the upheavals that are happening and continue to happen all over the world, even in this country. These things must happen as God is positioning the nations of the world. The Lord Jesus wants to remind us that we do not belong to the economy of this world, but we operate and live in the economy of our God, our loving God in his kingdom here on earth. As we continue to obey his principles, God's ways of doing things pertaining to economy, health and science, financial issues, everything, all the issues under the sun in every sector of society. Let us be reminded to meditate on Luke chapter 16, verse 10 through 12. This is concerning on how much we can receive, how much will manifest is how much we can handle. Amen. And also Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or his ways of doing things, and all of these material things will be added to you as well. And let us meditate again on the parable of the talents. Let us not operate in fear. It is not from God, but have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Transfer of wealth and influence will continue to accelerate. Remember, there are two kingdoms operating here on earth, the kingdoms of this world and the kingdom of our God, and we know who's going to win. In the book of Revelation says, the kingdoms of this world have now become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ. We may live in this world, but we are not of the world. The wicked will continue to do wicked things, but let us continue to be holy as our God is holy, and let us continue to be righteous and do righteous things. This war or the invasion of Ukraine could be Vladimir Putin's undoing. It is the dealing of the Lord. It is the judgment of the Lord on the world leaders. And also some wicked leaders in Ukraine as well. And at the same time, this is what the Lord told me. It will also be Biden's judgment, as well as the many wicked politicians in this country. God is holy, and he is judge. If Russia is going to be judge, United States of America is under judgment as well. I'm talking about the political, the politicians in our country, even Canada, and Europe. When I saw this in the spirit, I was stunned that with this war between Russia and Ukraine, it is also going to be the judgment. And keep in mind, when God is judging the whole earth, good judgment for the righteous and bad judgment for the wicked, and some will be removed from their offices as well as well as in the media, art and entertainment, in every sector of society. So it is time for us to rejoice. Do not focus on the bad things. 
focus on the gospel of good news and apply the principles of this kingdom because all of these things will happen and are happening right now, okay? When Christians compromise and made some bad judgment and some things are not manifesting, we're harvesting what was compromised or our sins committed against God. It is not a judgment from God, but most of it is because we opened the door for Satan to attack us by our sin, by our compromises, by our fear and doubt and unbelief. There's a big difference, okay? Since this is a harvest season, we need to keep this in mind. And God is steering the younger generation. It is amazing on how the youth at Freedom Fellowship Church are doing right now. They are leading the nightly prayer, which is every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And they spend the whole Friday night ministering before the Lord, praising and ministering to one another. God is pleased with that. And in addition to that, this Friday worship and ministering before the Lord was picked up by about 100 youth in Sambales province, and they held their first praise and prayer night last Friday. Isn't that good? They sent me the video, and it's amazing. So God is preparing now the youth to take over the arts and entertainment to take over leadership position, to be able to handle and manage worldly wealth without compromising. That is amazing to me. Amen? And for all of us Christians, especially to our partners and leaders of this ministry, keep in mind that when things are manifesting, do not use the manifested blessings from God to distract you, to stop you, and to postpone what you have committed to do before the Lord. All the responsibilities that you are doing right now, you do not neglect them. They should be your priority. Keep in mind what happened to the nation of Israel. God delivered them from slavery. And they plundered the Egyptian. The first transfer of wealth was recorded in the Bible, and it was that time. They have so many gold and silver. And the very first thing that they did is to commit idolatry before the Lord by using the same blessings that the Lord manifested before them. And they start grumbling and complaining because of some things that they have to walk through. They did not focus on the promised land, and because of that, they never entered the promised land. The entire generation missed it, except for Caleb and Joshua. Don't make the same mistake. In this transfer of wealth and influence, so much more that we need to really focus and be sensitive in giving glory to God and always put Him first and foremost in our decision, in our everyday life, in our attention. 
okay? Because the goodness of God will continue to pour out and manifest to those who can handle it. He does not want anyone to go to hell because of his blessings. He loves us too much, okay? So if you want to manifest the blessings of the Lord, you need to focus on him and endeavor to minister before him. He has a need, you know, our expression of faith, our love and adoration towards him. He deserve it. He deserve it. And we need to put him first. Amen. Okay, God bless you for tuning in. Until next time, remember the prophecies that were released today. Share them with everyone and remind yourself every day. Focus on him and let us stay and operate and following the principles of the kingdom of our God as we are not a part of the kingdoms of this world. We are taking over. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this broadcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.